23, the podcast all about making work work. Before we get started today, we'd like to pay our respects to the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation and pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. With that, I'm James Hancock, co-founder here at Moi Making Work Absolutely Human. And as always, I'm delighted to be joined by Rhonda Brighton-Hall, our founder and CEO. Rhonda, how are you? I am good. Thanks, James. It's good to be here. I actually quite enjoy these podcasts now. Me too. And I'm also just thrilled to say you're glad to be here. So that's great. (laughs) I am glad to be here. Awesome. I'm excited for today. I think we've got some really good topics following the um, format that we've got. Two big topics that are out there in the world, particularly all about work and one piece of good news. A lot going on at the moment. Yeah. Good, bad and indifferent. So I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Cool. Let's just hit the first big topic. Go straight in. The first one is what I call the anti-great resignation (laughs) or what the media has has latched onto and called the resignation that you wasn't. Know, I was waiting for you to say, I want to call this segment, I told you so. Yeah, I like that. I, I try and not use I told you so, but I told you so. Because the great I, resignation didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I remember when it came through, it was the US-based media. Yeah. And you were so adamant. You're living in New York at the time. Yeah. Running more over there. Yeah. And it, you had this very, very strong view, which you often do from looking at data and facts and real life. And you were like, it isn't true. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. It came out of like uh, a pretty cool professor at Texas A&M. And I was like, that's great. Sure. Maybe in Texas, maybe in New York, not in Australia. And so there's a whole things that came into that, right? Um, we started talking about it. I put some things down about what I think actually happened. You actually, and, I, and anyone who hasn't read it, mm. the article you wrote in the middle of that storm, when I yeah. swear every tech company in the world and every media paper in Australia yeah. was writing about the great resignation and how to avoid it, yeah. and you were saying you don't need to avoid it because it didn't happen and isn't happening, and you wrote a blog about it, it's superb. It, I often go back to it and I think that is the sign of someone who is ahead of what's actually happening. Well, that's exciting. So I'm base, more basic than you give me credit for. So that's cool. Um, I appreciate it nonetheless. One was just um, in a pandemic, people try and weather, weather the storm. Yeah, try to get through it. So what do you do? You don't change job. That's exactly worry, right. Right? And like, it's hard to argue with that from a human behavior, personal feeling, sentiment, yeah. and all the you rest. You hunker down. And in hunker Australia, down. the government said, let us give you some warm blankets to keep you hunkered down. Now, it wasn't easy, and I'm not saying for a second being flippant at all because it was very tough for some people. But we did have a lot of government security thrown around us to protect individuals, businesses, everybody. And and we expected that. And as a country with a good social safety net, that's exactly what we got. Yeah. And then, so, okay, COVID conditions improve and the clouds ease a bit. And you think, oh, maybe I'll go outside again and have a look around and what's happening in the job market. Yeah. I think people did that. Yeah. So zero move for a year and a half, two years. Very low. Very low. I had a look, right? So there's some stats out there and it is very close, like very, very low. So in 2021, and this was Jim Jim Bright, sorry, in the Sydney Morning Herald. In 2021, 7.5% of people in Australia changed jobs. Right. So what's that? Less than one in 10, right? Yep. In 2022, 9.5. So that's what would be called great. That doesn't seem particularly great. (laughs) Actually, as a percentage, 9.5. Okay, it's reasonable. But he went back and looked at the yearly average since they did. It was in something called like the mobility report, right? Um, Government data. And since 1972, they've been looking at it. The average is 12.52. So 2022 was low, 2021 was particularly low, nothing great about it, pretty trendy um, 
subtrend even right. all the data. So as you said, in the article, in the middle of the storm, you said all we're doing is making up for a tiny scrap of lost time, but not really, and still fairly low. And that's exactly what he's just proven retrospectively. I think so. And then when you look at it right, I think that people want to talk about hybrid work, the way we're working, did it. I do think people had a bit of a look at it, right? So they said, okay, what works for me, what doesn't, how yeah. does that look? All of that sort of navel-gazing, self-reflection, whatever, people have done. Yeah. And I think that was a bigger trend than was also, I, I'm a big believer in we all seek to have some control over something. Correct. And so if the government or the country yeah, or whoever, we all say to each other, whoever it is, says, look, we all need to stay home. Yeah. And so I've got to stay home and I can't change my house. Yeah. And, and no one was selling their house during for a while there. And so I'm stuck in my house. I'm stuck with the people I'm stuck with. Everybody's going exactly as it's been going. Yeah. And then the only thing I can really think about is changing who's on the end of a Zoom call with me because I can't yeah. go and hang with them. Yeah. And so there was sort of, there was probably a little bit of emotion going, oh, wow, people are moving. I'd like to move too because I haven't got any control over anything at the moment. Yeah. And certainly, you know, we're seeing that play out with a bit of mental health too, is people who were alone during COVID. Yes, absolutely. Sought control over all sorts of things. Yeah. Just to have some life. And I was reflecting, you know, like you said, I was in the US back here and like, are there differences between the two places? Yeah, there are. And well, it's controversial, but I don't think it is, is that the USA is a little bit less pro-employee than Australia and yes. a little more pro-org. And I think that's okay. And I think that won't offend anyone Yes. Um, in the settings. And there's probably something that meant employees over there in the US claimed a little bit back and probably in a way got a little bit more like us here in Australia. Yes. Employees did. Oh, okay. This is okay. okay. I'm okay with this. So like, balance it out a little bit balance more. Balance it out a little bit more. Yeah, um, nice. Nothing wrong with it. All good. I really would love you though, Rhonda. We were talking about this. You shared this amazing quote from a friend, and it would be wrong if I read your friend's quote. <laughs> person I've like heard highly about, never met. Can you talk to this one? It's a love very, it. a very beautiful friend of mine that yeah. I worked with when I lived and worked in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, John J. Harris. He's John Harris. He's a great singer too. Actually, he does his basement oh. sessions all through COVID. Cool. Just superb, and his kids are great singers. It's just yeah, whole family of singers. Anyway. Actually, his wife did karaoke yesterday too. The whole family sings. So it's deeply cool. talented performers. Deeply talented. And is that the day job Very, as very, well? very funny. Happens to be a senior vice president, chief communication officer with Conagra Brands in Australia, in the US, which is a very big company. Yeah, right. uh, and he quotes often really thoughtful things. And the one he put out this week was, the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. Until you start watering the side you're on. I love that. When I you sent it, it to me, it was just so pertinent <laughs> in every way. I was like, ooh, great optimism as well. Yeah, he's always else. optimistic. He's a great guy. And taking action. And I was like, when we're talking about the great resignation, the, the non-starter that it was here. Yeah. I think that's what we did. Yeah. That quote. We actually said, ooh, let's look out there. Ooh, look, everything looks greener. Well, it's not so bad the patch I'm standing on and we didn't move with our feet and yeah. we just watered the patch. And I quite like the Zoom gang I'm hanging with. So yeah. I'm going to get in there and make it work for them and turn up bad. ready. Yeah. yeah, I like it. <laughs> right, so topic one, resignation, great resignation didn't happen. Then great I, resignation didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, we move on. Absolutely. Second big topic, and this one's hard, but I think it needs to be spoken about. And even when we're talking about it, it's hard to find info on it. Yeah. I didn't get that. Could you try again? Exactly. You even <laughs> ask Siri... <laughs> By mistake, and Siri didn't get it. I think that says She's everything. a breaking point. She's a breaking <laughs> point, so that's perfect. Because we've got systems in Australia, right, that are great. Systems are all over the world. Yeah. The, the yeah. way we have come together as society, community, has got all these breaking points in it, and all of a yeah. sudden people are acutely conscious of them and yeah. talking about them a lot more. Yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing. And talking about them in community, but 
important parts of community aren't being heard is how I'd put it and that's or feeling not heard feeling not and heard and screaming well. when they're yeah. ready to be heard because they're frustrated by being ignored or whatever it happens to be yeah so this one there's lots of parts to this and we'll probably only capture you know 2% of it or less something yeah. like that is Alice Springs Mayor yeah yeah gosh so he's been doing this for a couple of months like he sort of came out and he said we need a hand guys yep. And then not him, but someone else in the community organised the big town hall meeting that they thought would get 80 people yeah. and got over 300 and no seats left and over people 3, in the street. Over 3,000. It was 3, unreal. Oh like, I saw the number. I was like, okay, 80 to 300, that's a lot. Wow, hold on, no. Yeah, it was, like, wow. unbelievably big. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And he's, they sort of came out and said, this is a really complex problem. Yeah. And so in the next 24 hours, all these people who knew the answer was just A, just A, no, 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 it's B. Yeah. They all came out with their views. And yeah. he's sort of sitting there going, no... We're a really complex community. We've yep. looked at A and B, and neither of them are right, and we need some better thinking than that. Yep. And I think that conversation really opened up to so many different complexities to this problem. Yep. And most problems in society are like this. They're not easy. If it was A or B, anyone would have got it. Yep. It is yep. going to be about the people who can see C, D, invent an E, trial an F. Yep. You know, you've really got to think very differently about it. Yeah, just the complex human systems that come together when we talk about it in a work setting with culture, but out into things like community, it's not yeah. like, well, this is happening, so I just go and do fix the health system, although that alone would be a, you know, a big problem. But yeah. um, the things you spoke about, you know, health, um, domestic violence, alcohol, like there's all these things that happen Fam in every community, not just this community. Yeah. But, um, Youth yeah. justice, um, boredom, um, not having anywhere safe for them to go, yeah. so they just hang in the street together because it's safer than anywhere else they have. That's the one that got me, right, was there's a quote that he had in um, a, range of, a range of media articles that said it's safer for kids here in our community to be on the streets than at their home. And I was like, that's, we can't have that in Australia. Like, I don't want to be in Australia. Yeah, that's the case. and you want to do something about it. And yeah. I, I think the other thing about this that I really like too is that when everyone jumps in in the first 24 hours as a big opinion, it's just A or B, I always like to just sit back and go, it won't be or A or B, because yeah. I'm sure we're not smarter than the people who have been trying to deal with it for a long time. Exactly. So it's probably harder than that. Yeah. And you wait. You wait to see who stays at the table, stays with thinking, throws in new ideas, challenges things, thinks harder. Yeah. They'll come together, probably collaboratively, it won't be one person, yeah. to solve it. And that won't be solved until that happens. And I think we're seeing that starting to happen. And you can see the fatigue. Like, they don't want to do a media interview anymore. No. They want proper conversation. Yeah. And when you see the, you know, the conversation of everyone getting together, 20 people in a room, let's really try and nut this out, you think, okay, we've got a chance of solving this now. And I think as systems break down, even inside an organisation, let alone a community, that is what you're looking at. You're looking at understanding it's more complex than it's not. Yeah. Actually, I heard a really good quote this morning. Yeah, go from, on. From a client that was really good. And it was a CEO, and she said, we work with an 80-20 rule. 80% of the time we get this right, but we're dealing with human beings, so let's assume 20% of the time we're all a bit wrong. And Perfect. I thought, that's actually pretty cool. Great rule, great rule. I've heard 80-20 rules before. That one I like. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was superb. Yeah. And so she's looking at this 20%. You have to expect sometimes we all have a bad day, and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a margin of error, but like, yeah, in, in people. Yeah, a bit be, messy. And a bit bigger than, yeah. yeah don't yeah, expect yeah. a person to be perfect. Yeah, I like Because you're not either, so it's, it's okay. There you go, yeah, yeah. Any give and take. So that's massive. So our two big topics were 
the resignation that was the great resignation that wasn't and then just keep building an awareness around systems that need help and breaking point and join that conversation because the answer won't be easy so be in it and stay in it and stay in it yeah absolutely and then it feels tricky but to navigate to this one piece of good news um in this space in this podcast we're going to use this more and more and we've sort of crept it in anyway um, to talk about community, the shape of community, why it matters, where people are doing great things in community, um, the forums that are out there and things like that. Yep. Um, what we've seen about community, broadly at work but beyond, is moving a moving dialogue from like hybrid work, the office or not office, thinking about office and how work happens and also culture yep. and how they go together, do, don't, yep. challenges about it and everything else. Yep. Um, the way I thought about it was that we kind of said we're really collective in our work. Yes. Then that COVID thing, we went a bit more individual for a range of reasons. And now how do we kind of go back to um, what it could be where both things matter? Yeah. Again, like, you know, we're kind of just resetting, rebasing, yeah. whatever. And I think it comes back if we can just sort of esoterically wander over to a really tangential agenda. Yeah, go. It's almost the meaning of life, isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. That was not... I wasn't expecting it, but... So if you, if you look at, at before COVID, we're in permission-based flexibility. Yeah. I fill a form in, I say, I need this, you have to give it to me, or yeah. I want you to give it to me. Yeah. And then in COVID, we went, I don't care what you think, I'm doing what I need to do, yeah. or what I'm forced to do, whatever yeah. that happens yeah, yeah, to absolutely. be. Now we're sort of understanding, actually, it might not be just about me. Yeah. I might have a more meaningful life if I cared about other people. Yeah. So yeah. I don't need to tell you what I need. What we need is to get together and go, what works for you and I? What works for the team? What works yeah. for the organisation? What works for our customers? What works for our community? Yeah. And it's when we play into that yeah. that we start to see more meaningful lives. I love that. I love that. So we're going to use this good news space of the podcast to talk about community. Yes. Um, yes, that meaning of life and everything, really, really important. And to call out a good news in the community Whatever colour you want to pick, whatever party or politics you want to talk about or not, um, I just wanted to call out the good news as in New South Wales, how cool is it that you saw the community come together to vote? Yeah, I, I posted on this on social media too, as, as you saw. As yeah. I went to vote yeah. and just for a moment, and I've been obviously talking to friends all over the world and we're looking at France, we're looking yep. at Israel, we're looking at uh, the UK, there's so many... The US in particular, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And I walked to our little place to vote. Yeah, where'd you go? What's the place? Uh, Taramara. A school? A church. Church, it's a church, okay, local, yep. local church. Yeah, cool. And you walk in and all the Labour, Liberal, Greens, Teal, yep. all the people are standing out there and they're all chatting. Yep. Yeah, a couple of local members were there too, sort of showing up for their yep. friends, you know. And they were passing out their pamphlets to people as they came in, but they were chatting to each other. Yep. And so you walk in and say, oh, good luck today. I hope the election goes well for all of you and thanks for participating. Because, you know, they're all standing out there all day get, getting people to get involved. Walk past the cake store mm. where people are raising money for whatever they're raising mm. money for. Mm. Walk past the barbecue, mm. sausage, the de democracy sausage democracy as we call it. Democracy sausage, delicious. <laughs> I didn't get one, but... Pick up your bits of paper. Yum. Very nice, crossed off a list, looks quite organised. Fill in your yep. forms, put them back in the box. Um, they thank you, give your pamphlets back to the recycling bin as you go. Walk home. Zero rioting, yeah. zero fighting, zero tension points. It was literally just very, very different ideas on what should happen in this state yeah. and respectfully casting our vote towards the one we thought was going to be best for yeah. all of How us. How lucky we are to be able to have people involved in the process and in that way. Yeah. How lucky we are to be able to vote. 
um, and do that in such a great way. And the connection to community is thinking about the topics that matter based on where we live and what we care about and all the things we do. Yeah. But even where you go to vote is about community, whether it was your example was church, local church, but it could have been often public school, high yeah. school, we had or a choice surf club, of, we had a choice or like all kinds of things. Public school, high school, or a church yep. for us. Yep. And uh, we chose the church based on closer to our front door. Makes perfect sense. I reckon that's how people go on proximity or how long the line might be. I get that. Um, but I just think what an amazing process and how lucky we are to be able to um, have a democracy where we can do that safely, freely, with a bit of humour most of the time. It was a bit of humour. It was lovely. And then I thought the other thing that was really remarkable mm. is by 9 o'clock that night, the man that lost, the party yep. that lost, stood up and said, I've lost. Yep. My fault. Taking it on the chin. Congratulations to the guy who won. Guy who won gets up and makes a speech saying, thanks for the good fight. Yeah. Thanks for people for voting for us and off we go to govern. Yeah, I missed the era of that premier because I was away. Right, right. And so I went, I don't know him from a bar of salt, what party are you in, <laughs> that's fine. Um, interesting, of course. And I thought, cool speech. Wait, that was the person that lost. Okay, cool. That was the person who lost. And then also... Very gracious. It was it was cool. And not challenging the democratic process, hey? No, not at all. Which, and that was owning new to me. It. <laughs> owning it. Even when they pushed him to say, well, you know, was it someone else's fault? He goes, no, it's my fault. Yeah. And I'm stepping down. I'm the like, boss. All of that, I was like, that's pretty admirable, <laughs> um, whatever you believe in. So. And then by the next yeah. morning, we've got a premier already in his job talking about what he's going to do and how he's going to do Sleeps. it with his, with his ministers and party. And you're like, there you go. Awesome. That's on community. New South Wales election. Great resignation that wasn't all about thinking about the systems that go around community and then also a pretty cool example of how community came together in the election. That's it. Yeah, that's lovely. Thank the you, end, James. Keep listening to yourself, to others at work, to be better. Thank you.